0: Stop. sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry... Welcome back to Dirty Harry Minute The only podcast in the world to review every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic Dirty Harry I'm one of your hosts John and I'm joined as ever with my fellow co-host Trent Hello Thank you for having us into your home Oh
1: that's alright, it's good to sort of christen it with some company
0: Fantastic (laughs) And you're christening it along with our other host Tim, welcome back again Hello How are you going? Good thank you and today we are lucky enough to be guested with a new guest You may know him as the father of Superman, Rell. Uh Joel, welcome Joel Hello,
2: good to be here, thank you
0: um, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you're a big fan of Dirty Harry? Yeah, I love Dirty Harry, yeah, been a big fan for years Yeah, just love everything, the characters and the, the score And yeah, it's just a, one of my favourite films, yeah Are you
0: looking forward to The Mule, which comes out um, uh, tomorrow? You gonna go see that?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I'll be... S- anything Clint Eastwood's in or directed, I'll be seeing, for sure. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks, Joel. We are reviewing today Minute 63. The minute begins with the headlights of a car being turned off and ends with our hero Harry halfway up a hurricane cyclone fence. What are they called, Trent? Cyclone? Cyclone, cyclone I'm pretty sure. Is that the name of him? I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Really? Cyclone yeah. fence. Like the... Because they're bent
3: or Yeah Sort of yeah. in that curve so. Or
0: because so, they withstand the hurricane yeah,
2: yeah
3: Oh
0: Yeah There you go You are a big fan of this minute Tim?
3: Uh, very dark parts of it It's very dark It's got a good line though About too much linguine
2: <laughs> So we now We now refer to that guy As linguine man <laughs> Yeah I love how he calls him fatso
1: <laughs> Get some air fatso got
2: No real name for him Just fatso He's That great.
3: excuse sounds like something I would come up with Back in high school When you have to You know
0: you know, there's a gym activity You've got to climb a wall Or something It's like oh, I don't yeah. want to climb <laughs> Does anyone remember Like an ad From the mid 90s In Melbourne That was like Go ahead Eat my seafood Linguini Yeah Do you remember? I, I vaguely yeah. remember it Yeah Okay yeah. Was, that, was that Barnacle Bill? Or something?
1: May have been M-
0: yeah. If you've got it lurking On a VHS
3: tape <laughs> yeah. Please send it my way yeah.
1: Remember on Hey Hey Saturday They often played A sample A really short snippet Of from ah. Sudden Impact Go ahead and it was just that Like it was Like really low res co- yeah. Bit rate quality <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: This isn't of course The only Eastwood film To have a <laughs> Cyclone hurricane fence In uh, the enforcer Linguini man returns And he has to uh, yeah, To break
2: does. into a house Yeah He does um, appear In one of the circles Doesn't he
3: The same guy Yeah
2: yeah. yeah. Really
1: It's where he dies The character Yeah. Oh yeah Yeah we, we've discussed him being Robert Mitchum's brother before Haven't we, really early on We did, yes. Yes. Didn't we? Yeah. yeah yeah.
0: And how he was a folk singer and had a Grammy That's w- right Folk album Yeah
1: There aren't too many characters that appear in
2: the, in the Harry circles But he's one of them Wrestler returns in Enforcer as well
0: mm. Mm.
3: Yeah. Do you think they need so much of There's a lot of sort of driving in the dark in this minute
0: Yeah, previous guest was saying um, When the Doctor says There, kizar Stadium it's very unsatisfying that you don't... He's not pointing off in the distance to some big stadium and lights. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like
2: you're supposed to know where this place is and you've never even heard of it. Yeah, that kind of confused me. I kind of thought it was
0: just across the road, yeah.
3: and,
2: but yet they get in
0: their
1: car and drive around the block. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> so, it's obviously a big landmark in San Francisco. So. Pretty much sounds like how I get to work every day, just mm. drive around the block. Um, good times.
3: John, I think um, I Kezar's probably the one the stadium is the one landmark i did see the, yeah. when i went to san francisco well well what was left of it um because i remember i I, <laughs> I had no idea where the cross was oh, yeah. and i just assumed it may have been in that big golden gate park
1: all oh, right which
3: is right next to the bridge yeah a bit but further out yeah, nowhere near there. yeah so i asked this guy in the park i was like you were alice no no <laughs> <laughs> Will you take it there? <laughs> I, I I think I asked, I was like excuse me, you know, is there a big cross in this park? And he's like, oh, I think there is. Like, there's a cross in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was he was like, oh no, I can't think of it. Um, and and then I was like, oh, I wonder where where they filmed the, yeah. that scene. Then. <laughs> I think he thought I was a bit, a bit weird if <laughs> looking for Dirty Harry locations.
1: What even is that accent you got there?
3: <laughs> is that English? Is it New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> but it was the days before smartphones, so I, I couldn't just go on Google Maps. <laughs> look <it> up,
1: so. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is anyone here's favourite Italian dish, in fact, linguine? No. no. What do you like?
2: Oh, anything Italian, really. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of gnocchi or risotto, but I love pasta, pizza, whatever. I don't think I've ever I think, think I've had linguine once maybe And very filling Fun fact Linguine is Italian
0: for little tongues oh. As they resemble
1: Is that right? Yeah really. Yeah.
3: Lingua from tongue John I think you and I are We're fans of linguine aren't we? Yes <laughs> Better than fettuccine <laughs> That's yeah, right That's so true
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> It's a good uh, good joke They recycle obviously in Enforcer I think Harry also gives him crap Saying I don't
2: want any linguine holding me up Yeah <laughs> I love the bandit between those two It's like an old married couple or something. <laughs> This of course to Giorgio Is the partner he preferred
0: he was with Rather than Chico
2: <laughs> Yeah rather than Chico or whatever yeah.
0: It's a good time for um, Dirty Harry
3: fashion minute Oh yeah <laughs> and, uh, Can like you like see enough? Color, the colour combination With um, Harry's got the blue shirt Linguini guy's got the green shirt
0: Which is pretty unusual mm. Do you like Trent Howe? The symbolism, like Harry's getting animalistic. He's climbing in the cage to find uh, to find Scorpio.
1: Yeah, look at him. His shirt's unbuttoned. <laughs> he's got the... He hasn't mopped up his wound. He's still got, you know, wet... It, look, it doesn't even look like dry blood on him, does it? Mm. Still looks very... I'll say damp because a lot of people don't like the M word. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, <laughs> look at that. I mean, imagine you took a still at that bit where he's climbing up. You know, look very animalistic. I'm a
0: wuss like that would kill my hands I'd be chafing at that for a whole day afterwards oh. <laughs> Harry just does
1: it really easy surprised he didn't split those at 29.50 a pair <laughs> <laughs> the way he stretched his pants then and
0: he's just changed outfits hasn't he I think so well Joel this is of course like one of the most pivotal points of the movie because mm. to Giorgio can't be clear he says you know we don't have a warrant we shouldn't be doing this
2: mm. yeah yeah exactly man I just love how he plays by his own rules and this this guy's just totally missing with his head the whole film and he's just basically had enough and he wants to sort of extract some, you know, revenge and um, it's hard to sort of know who to root for because I love both characters so much. But, mm. <laughs> you know, Scorpio is such a deranged psychopath but he's such a lovable sort of psychopath But and Harry's such a... He's sort of the guy you want to be in real life sometimes. Like, he just doesn't give a rat's ass about anything. He's just sort of attitude and... He doesn't play by the rules, and oh, I suppose that's
3: that was what the the appeal of his character was at yeah. the time. Wasn't yeah, it? exactly.
0: It's what led um, elements like this in this in the script, though, were what led the the critic Pauline Kael to say, you know, trampling on civil liberties like this, like most screen, most cinema goers aren't sophisticated. They'll just see this as red lighting, or you know, f- fascism or yeah, um, it's okay for cops to trample civil rights as long as they get the crook and yeah, exactly. For a long time, Eastwood was associated with this role, sort of, he was a person non grata with the critics.
2: Yeah. It's for sure. Yeah, You can sort of see that, like, yeah, like, that sort of attitude and, and that sort of thing, with, you know, back in the early 70s and, you know, just, he sort of symbolises that sort of, you know, almost fascist sort of era and police officer playing by his own rules and that sort of thing, so, mm. um, yeah, but it's, he's, he's, it's interesting. Trent loves the quotes I have, I think, in this movie, Tim. Yeah.
1: Which ones are they Well this is one from Eastwood Eastwood himself They're uh, usually
0: your your own quotes <laughs> <laughs> This quote's from Eastwood himself uh, Just a few years ago he goes the, pro- the power of bureaucracy is increasing As our planet is shrinking And the problems of society Are getting more complicated I'm afraid that individual independence Is becoming an outmoded dream
1: Was that Clint Eastwood Or Alec Baldwin <laughs> <laughs> Who just said that Yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe
0: some Sean Penn in there. (laughs) Sean Penn. Clint Eastwood's always said this movie was, you know, his antidote to a moment in time where the criminals
2: were having all the rights, you know. Even the prisoners in Attica were getting all the rights. Yeah, like in the early 70s, it was just, you know, like a totally different world, wasn't it? Like anarchy was sort of on the streets and police virtually had no sort of power to implement any laws and basically it was his sort of protest, I think, to sort of take the law into his own hands or play by his own rules.
1: That leads us into a quick plug for Joel's upcoming podcast, which is uh, Charles Bronson Death Wish Minute. Oh, yeah. yeah covering yeah. every minute of um, Death Wish. Please, yeah. <laughs>
2: and the sequels as well. <laughs> Including five? Including five, which I never believe is The
1: Bruce Willis remake. Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen that.
2: No. I, I refuse to, no. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. <laughs> There's another uh, echo
0: of Madigan, the film Don Siegel directed before this. Um where there's an illegal entry, and the young girl says, you got a warrant you can show me? And um, Harry Gardino, actually, incidentally, plays breasts oh, on yeah. this, where he says, yeah, the, it's downstairs with a doorman," sarcastically, <laughs> before he arrests her. So, You
3: know, it's kind of the Linguini guy's character is kind of funny. Like, it, he's pretty much just used as a comic
0: relief in this film, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought, like I joked, he looked a bit dignified with Officer, Officer Collins, but he never knew what hit him. And when he's with the body up (laughs) up the rooftop, yeah. Mm.
3: Because he, like, I suppose they could have, as an (coughs) alternative way of doing this, they could have, well, they can't have Chico, but you might have just had Harry come here by himself. Mm. But they've obviously just
0: wanted, thrown a few... Uh, jokes
3: <laughs> yeah. The linguini well,
0: guy Even aside from the joke The idea that look, There's a, there's a level headed cop there Saying we don't have a warrant For this Harry
3: Yeah mm-hmm. oh, I suppose Yeah Explaining To the Yeah For the The
0: audience Have we ever talked On this podcast Trent about the original title No This movie was dead right I don't think we ever have Dead right I just love it, it just What point did it change I think after the Sinatra script Revision yeah, happened Sinatra yeah. was
2: earmarked For the role wasn't it yeah. yeah, dead right. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think it's been used for any movie since. It's pretty. Let's have a look. Pretty cool title. Can find out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, God, it, I, I absolutely love the idea of not so much alternate titles, but um, different proposals of how a film was meant to be an alternate alternate world. Yeah. You know, imagine Frank Sinatra in Harry. I mean, I much prefer this, but you know, Audie Murphy. The decorated war veteran playing uh scorpio as was originally planned you know it would have been a guy in his 40s mm. playing scorpio who was you know deranged uh, yeah. world war ii veteran instead of some sort of ex-vietnam hippie or
2: something like that some
0: young punk would you <laughs> like adam driver to play scorpio joel um
2: sorry joe rel <laughs> who's an driver
1: a- adam driver sorry. oh and driver <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> i was thinking is that yeah, he's I could and sort Anne of see that mini <laughs>
2: driver i could sort of see him playing yeah Bit more emo brooding Yeah I could sort of say that He wouldn't be nearly as entertaining as Andy Robinson Who was just born for the role And has done little sins really I think from memory but.
0: I think if we were going the cool calm psychopath Like the modern psychopath Obviously Javier Bardem might be interesting Yeah yeah. yeah. He could throw in the campy elements like from That shitty was it Spectre,
1: what was movie? Spectre. Yeah who was in that one wasn't oh, he Or was yeah. he the oh, one that before was Christoph Walls, like. Gamby, yeah. Um, yeah Skyfall
0: you ever been with a man bonding us? Who's saying I haven't? Mm. Yeah, that was a bit While you're looking
1: up I found it Oh Um, I found five titles here Five entries here on IMDb uh, With the title Dead Right One in 1993 This home movie features a cop named Barry Stern Who has to hunt down a serial killer In the style of Dirty Harry meets Airplane (laughs) Directed by Edgar Wright Oh wow Holy shit It's like early Edgar Wright It goes 39 minutes Filming took a whole year and shot on weekends Okay cool That actually might be worth checking out Uh, Second one 1990 Also predates that one It's an undercover cop thing I do not know any of those names A guy called Stephen Mitchell directed it And then we've got Dead Right 2011 Brutal Ruthless Deadly He's flawed that way Directed by Daryl Daler and starring Michael Martin. Yeah, something I don't know. I don't know any of these names. Um, apologies if any of you people are listening. Please, <laughs> st- you know our email address.
0: Oh, so is it Edward Wright? Is a fan of Ed- Harry? Edgar Wright, yeah,
1: right. Sorry. And then there was Dead Right too. To that last one, two thousand and twelve, no. and then there was a Tales from the Crypt episode, Dead Right. Okay. Hey, um,
3: for everyone's uh, benefit, I've just. Checked YouTube and Dead Edgar Wright's
0: Dead Right is,
1: oh, is on, on there.
0: there. Yeah, yeah, so you know,
1: oh, check wow. that out.
2: Okay,
0: Sweet. Might be a good time to also talk about some of the international titles for Dirty Harry. Uh, in Yugoslavia, it was called Scorpion Ubija, <laughs> which just means Scorpio kills, which I agree with because it recognizes the real star of this movie, Andy yeah. Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. In Turkey, it was called Kili Adam. Which means dirty man Dirty man Adam and Eve I guess Adam must mean man mm. Which leaves open who is dirty Harry or Scorpio mm. uh, In Holland it was mm, Just dirty cop <laughs> A bit lacklustre <laughs> Dirty cop Now apologies to my Portuguese is pretty bad But in Portugal It was called A Fúria da Racha Which means the fury of reason I like that
2: title
0: Yeah Yeah I'm thinking, does that mean Harry is reasonably angry and he's fury of a righteous man, I guess? It's taking a moral stand that Harry's right? Mm.
1: Even though he's, yeah. The fury of reason. West Germany. Oh, did you see the West German title? No. Dirty Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty Harry.
0: (laughs) Another cool one in Brazil, it says implacable pursuer. I don't know if that's literally how it translates to English, but that's, yeah. In in Poland, Brudny Harry. Oh yes. He was talking about that, that wasn't he, uh, Bartek.
1: That's right. Oh, yes. In Finland uh, yeah, I can't pronounce that. Lacan and Harry. And in Greece and French Canada, it was
0: just Inspector Callahan. <laughs> Inspector Callahan. Afraid to
1: afraid oh. to take a position.
2: Inspector Callahan. Sounds like a comedy or something. <laughs> a prequel comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: No. Croatia. Prajavi Harry. Excuse my well, I mean Everyone else is doing alright But excuse my shitty Australian <laughs> accent It's the most stilted accent in the world But anyway
0: But apparently the most versatile In impersonating other English accents Is that uh, right? Yeah so
1: I've heard Yeah it's
0: in the middle You can yeah, you can do the the errs And you know America yeah. And you can do the English clip Sort of you know mm.
1: I'm going to Port Hope To find my dad The Canadian oh. as well <laughs> Oh It's will It's about, it's about time <laughs> Does,
0: do you remember in Freaks and Geeks? Sorry, isn't there a Dirty Harry uh, quip or line? Ooh, it wasn't me. It was Callahan or something. No. Seth Rogen saying that. <laughs> I have to
3: look that. I've up. just rewound a bit too far to the previous minute. Did These guys- are not your
0: jurisdiction.
3: But if you got any comments, oh, I've just select that, that comment about the. Um, the did Scorpio? Sunday. Did Scorpio sell programs at the stadium? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah he sold like programs at the yeah. Oh, wow. Does he strike you as a sports fan? No, he doesn't strike me as a sports no. fan at all. No. You look at him and you, you you don't think sports fan at all. So, he obviously
3: was just doing it for the money then, I guess. Yeah, and a
2: place to sleep or whatever. Yeah. I like the fact that he lives in, in the ground. That, mm. I don't know why that appeals to me, but it just... <laughs> it always has. Like, he actually has a little bedroom under, like, one of the... Canada's closet? The grandstand. The, the grandstand. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... I don't know. It's weird.
1: You're a sports fan. Would you live in that... Place if you get uh, free tickets every yeah, game. probably.
2: Yeah, I think I think it'd be every sport, Sport Nuts, uh, wet train, wouldn't it? Like living in, living in the stadium and getting free tickets and everything. So, but of course, yeah.
0: unfortunately, we've just
2: discovered that
0: um, it had closed this year's in 1971 and the 49ers had moved to to uh, Candlestick Park, so it was oh. derelict at this
2: time. Oh, so it's okay, so it's still there, isn't it? Or-
0: it's now just an athletic racetrack, they've removed all the grandstands, and it's just like a you know, yeah. for yuppies to need well, their drones or run
2: around. The Americans dogs. are pretty notorious for dem- uh, demolishing stadiums, so I'm surprised it's actually still going. Just playing the devil's advocate for poor Scorpio, Tim,
0: do you feel a bit of... Devil's advocate, totally. A bit of sympathy for Scorpio, that he's, he's, he's just oh. living like a, a bum, a panhandler, living in this shitty abode? Not really, considering what he's done yes and, and about you, to Tim. do. <laughs> Expl- explain why you'd be sympathetic for him. You lose a living in a stadium The only reason why
3: I'd be sympathetic for him Is when I see him hobble Because <laughs> uh, He's a good hobbler <laughs> It's more like skipping like a girl than Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Joel um, Do you like how we don't really know The background of Scorpio well, I'm, Sorry Tim and Trent Bored with this question We ask every guest But does it Do you like the fact that there's no background?
2: Yeah It's, it's kind of cool That's I don't think I really want to know too much about him. No. Like uh, you sort of make up your own mind. Like I've read a few books about the film, and they say he's you know an ex-Vietnam you know veteran, and he's come back to America um, disenchanted with the world, and that's why he, he goes out on shooting people um, and that sort of thing. But I prefer sort of not to know. i It's it's kind of cool just to sort of see him from that moment forward, and you can make up sort of it's ambiguous. You can make up your own mind about what what's sort of driven him to, to do that and why he has so, so much prejudice and hatred for certain people in the community. Yeah. What,
1: what, do you, what backstory do you fill in for him?
2: Uh, I, I don't know.
1: Ex-sanitary,
0: like, ex-asylum, like killed his mum with a shotgun? Just, or
1: just like a radical,
2: uh, you know, he he doesn't fit in in society. He, he may have fought in the war. I mean, this was made in the early 70s, so he may have come back from Vietnam. Uh, he's got a lot of anger and... He just doesn't seem to really fit in. He, and he's just totally um, ostracised from everybody. And you can sort of see that you know, in another scene where he's on the bus and he's just taken control of that and he has no sort of regard for anybody. Yeah. And he even hits, I think, the lady on the head, you know, knocks her out or something. But You old hag! Yeah. Um, but I prefer actually not to know. Like, he's sort of... It, that, that's sort of the appeal of, of of the character of Scorpio. Yeah.
0: Fair Right. It's come up in the past in interviews that Andy Robinson's, Andy Robinson's done that he modeled this on a character that Richard, we call him Richard Skidmark here, Richard Big Mark played in Kiss of Death. Have you anyone seen any, Kiss of Death?
1: No. No, I have to check kiss it out. Kiss of Death, and they remade it with Maybe. David Caruso and Nicolas Cage. Oh, <laughs> my God. It was a 1940s film, originally.
3: Wait, kiss, kiss of
0: Death. He played some character that Robinson references, always called Tommy Udo, some character. Who, sorry, who played it? Richard Skidmark, Richard Widmark <laughs> Richard Widmark yeah. Who was um, in, Mag, uh, in Madigan
1: I'm look that up I want to know if it's the same one where David Caruso <laughs> A.K.A. of NYPD Blue fame at the time <laughs> um, at first, Was credited as by blood. Nicolas Cage <laughs> Not that, that matters now but um, Nicholas Cage <laughs> <laughs> What's happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> making films in Romania and Bulgaria
3: I, I seem to remember at the time when Kiss of Death came out Caruso, he he was the headliner wasn't yeah. he? Like I don't, Nick Cage wasn't a big a big star at that it point It was like six months before The Rock yeah. um, when Nick Cage became like it's Action like he, Man. Uh, he just won his
1: Academy Award but hadn't become Action Man I didn't think yeah. he'd won it yet. Oh. Yeah <laughs> I think it was like a few months before that oh, as yeah, well, right. but um, leaving Las Vegas wasn't because yeah, Caruso left NYPD Blue to do that film, and then like <laughs> his career plateaued, didn't it after that? <laughs> South yeah. Park, joke. <laughs> yeah. I do an impersonation of David Caruso's career, <laughs> and then he
2: jumps off the train. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. His career never really sort of took off again after that.
0: Well, that's pretty much all I have for this minute, uh, Tim. Any last impressions?
3: I just want to talk more David Caruso. (laughs) (laughs) um, Sorry, I'm going to stretch this David Caruso thing out. (laughs) And it's a very tenuous connection because he was in NYPD Blue. But is
1: that a good show? It was well praised at the time. I I can't remember. I've never watched it. There's a lot of nudity in it. I remember that. Is this a Dennis Franz one? Yeah. And then Jimmy Smits replaced David Caruso. (laughs) I don't
2: mind Dennis Franz, actually. I think it's quite funny.
0: He (laughs) certainly didn't have a 44 Magnum. He had one of those snub... Yeah. In the still promos It's always like a short What 35- was his name?
2: Sibyl, wits or something? I think the character's name Oh uh, yes And he's yeah. like a bad tempered You know yeah. Typical New York cop Or something
1: There was also that Simpsons episode With Portrait of an Ass Grabber Oh yeah The Homer Simpson story Starring Dennis France As Homer
3: Simpson <laughs> Now I'm gonna grab me some Sweet
0: If <laughs> you try that I'll scream so loud That everyone in the country will hear <laughs> And the man in the White House <laughs> Not likely <laughs> <laughs> With that, we'll catch you next time on Dirty Dirty Harry Harry Minute Minute Minute. Dirty, Dirty, Dirty Harry